0: Kathy, I am so excited to have you on the Power of You podcast today. With the COVID restrictions, we were unable to meet, but I'm sure Zoom would be just as good. Very welcome. Thank you for having me, Jen. It's great to be chatting to you. No problem. We're going to jump straight in, Kathy. So I really love the name Herbal Hippie. This is your brand name. And I wonder where did
1: you think of that name and how did you come up with it? Um. Well... <laughs> I actually don't know how it actually came around but because I was studying to be a herbalist and everything was all herbal and I suppose I'm a bit of a hippie myself um, it just kind of came to me one day when I was walking on the canal I was like yeah that's that's going to be my brand herbal hippie and I'm obsessed with camper vans so then um, and like beetles I drive a beetle and uh, that just came from it then and I was like yeah this is, this is me this is where I need to grow so it became a point that I was growing towards yeah um, yeah. So, yeah i
0: love it <laughs> i love that that's so great and it's more it's like a, your personality isn't it you're really
1: incorporating your personality into your business and your logo yeah and it's really quirky i, I like that and um, mm. it's kind of a little bit inspired by body and soul festival as well that's in my local village every year and i just love going to it and that's such a hippie fest it's like i'm loving this
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <sounds> amazing <laughs> And um, you said, Cathy, as well, that your business was inspired by your son, Charlie, when we spoke there briefly. Um, can you tell me a little bit more about that early inspiration?
1: Yeah, well, the reason I became, actually became a herbalist um, was I was going through a really bad point in my life uh, where my young son was being diagnosed with autism. Mm-hmm. And after he got his diagnosis, I really wanted to go more natural in his life and in my own life. Um, instead of going down the antidepressant route just life was really hard and i'm sure so many people out there are at that point as well now with covid and they're, they're not really know where to go or what to do i i um went decided to go natural medicine instead and charlie inspired that so much because i wanted to be able to give him what he needed and his sensory issues stopped him from eating certain foods and um herbs just really helped ground him with that and i knew then he was getting all the nutrition he needed in the herbs um and it's been just a roller coaster from there it's really he he definitely inspired my life to change um and to go down this route definitely yeah Um, and he loves it now he actually is going down the same route himself in a different way so um, really yeah Yeah, he yeah he loves herbs too so it's great it's it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me yeah and
0: when you got charlie's diagnosis kathy um what was daily life like at that time
1: Oh, it was very tough. Um, he, he got diagnosed at two. And at that point, he hadn't said any words and he, he didn't want to communicate with anybody. Um, he was just different than all the other kids. And it was really hard as a parent to realize that your child is different. Mm-hmm. Um, so life was very hectic and I was, wasn't eating the right food. And I was eating self-comforting with anything I could eat, um, really. It was how I got through the day. So yeah, it was a very very tough situation. Um, looking back, I kind of think it was a lifetime ago because life is so different now. Um, but yeah, it was it was a tough, it was tough. But I I was blessed in the help that charity got as well as support wise, early intervention and stuff like that was absolutely amazing for him. Um, so yeah, it was kind of holistic route, it was holistically done. Like, um, it wasn't just one thing that helped, you know. Great. And
0: you mentioned that you had postnatal depression around the, the early years of his life as well for the listeners can you share what you were experiencing I suppose emotionally and mentally at that time you know physically
1: yeah emotionally I had that overwhelming feeling that I wasn't good enough as a mother and Charlie had been I had I had had an emergency section so from from the get-go my birth plan kind of went out the window and I wasn't able to breastfeed and then he had colic and reflux And then he had to have a brace for six months, being a brace, uh, 23 hours a day for six months. So from the very moment of getting out of the hospital, it was a lot that, like as a first-time mother, and you go into motherhood thinking, my child's going to be this and that. I just didn't get a minute to really process what was going on. So I was very lost, and I didn't want to ask for support. So I was just keeping everything in. And I ended up having to go to the doctor then, um, and, and then even realizing my own lack of, freedom as like I used to play a lot of sports and be always on the camogie pitch and seeing my friends, that just completely stopped. And I hadn't prepared myself for that either. Um, and I had lost a lot of weight before getting pregnant on Charlie. And I put up a huge amount of weight in my pregnancy. And after thinking, oh, sure, I'll be back training and I'll lose it, you know, and just kept gaining and gaining. So it was really like this whirlwind of emotions everywhere I looked. I, I just couldn't find myself completely lost. Like...
0: Mm. and so much trauma it sounds like at that time like it's even overwhelming hearing you know from your birth to the whole way then you know after that what you had to go through and what you're going through with Charlie and like you said as a new mom and just trying to find your feet without all the added you know
1: yeah extra bits that are so challenging yeah it was and I, I didn't know what was uh, normal and I didn't know what was not normal do you know I, I thought colic was yeah. that's what babies do they cry all day you know <laughs> I didn't know what was yeah it was very oh, yeah. confusing um but and I did actually you, had learned, sorry so did you have any support that time Kathy <clears throat> um I didn't ask for support I like my mom and everyone is around but I didn't ask for it I kind of like every other woman just do what you need to do to get through the day it's such an Irish way of going on um but I didn't I didn't reach out and that's probably looking back I should have do you know And none of my friends had babies really either. So that was another thing, you know, you couldn't really, no one was in the same position as me at that time. Um, And did you
0: feel lonely?
1: Oh my gosh, yes, yes. Like I felt like I was on another planet, excuse me, on another planet. Um, I actually had ended up going to the doctor then to seek help because I just wasn't myself and I just wasn't enjoying being a a mother as much as I thought I was going to be. Um, you, again you have these this blueprint in your brain of what you think motherhood is going to be like and it just wasn't adding up for me um, but the doctor then recommended me to go on to antidepressants and that's when I was like this is not the route I want to take and um, I know it's great for some people and helps some people but I actually wanted to get to the root cause of why I was actually depressed um, and what I needed to do to uh, change it you know I know it was uh, so much was happening it was so new to me um that I was kind of just overwhelmed um so that's when I reached out and looked for um herbal medicine to see if I could support my body in other ways and so that's where that came that's how I ended up becoming a herbalist then
0: yeah Um, and Kathy it was through your strength at that time you know to find out what was really happening with you and I didn't want to be medicated so to speak and like you said I'm so aware there is a place medication you know in some situations Mm. but you really want to kind of look past that and help yourself in the healthiest way possible which is so brave Mm.
1: yeah i i just felt like because i i was leaning on food so much that if i was to lean on medicine as well i just don't think i would be able to um be it was too overwhelming to even do that if that makes sense i was in that such such a that space that i couldn't take on anything even like that um, it was just too much to even think I'm going on antidepressants, Do you know. And um, that even was too overwhelming, if that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, definitely,
0: definitely. And you had said to me previously as well that, you know, you've nearly lost up to seven stone at this point. What has that journey been like for you? I mean, that's phenomenal. It's
1: amazing. It has been the hardest journey of my whole entire life, I can tell you. Um, I had previously, before I, I had Charlie, lost five. And then I put it up. I put it up again. But this time it's been a lot harder in that I had to get to the root cause of why I was actually holding on to so much weight and <clears throat> suffering. I, I always suffered with polycystic ovaries. That's why Charlie is kind of a miracle baby for me too. Um, but I my cycle was all over the place and I was working out and working out and working out and my diet wasn't right. And emotionally I had to face really tough challenges in the last couple of years um, and even in regards to my personal life and dating, and people telling me that I'm too big, you know, to be a girlfriend, and I'm like, really, really stuff that oh my you kind of just like, yeah, really, really, really. And I know there's so many people out there that have gone through similar and probably don't talk about it, but it was a really, it was a really stressful time, yeah, that it's actually turned me off dating for a long time, yeah, uh, so that that not that confidence, Kathy, yeah, oh my gosh, yeah, yeah, completely, and then I decided I wanted to train as a personal trainer and I was even getting remarks about my weight from the college yeah so like it was it's definitely a journey losing weight in itself is a journey Um, and then finding yourself worth, even though you carry weight was a was a journey in itself too and so there's so many different factors to (laughs) losing weight and getting healthy that other people I don't know if other people talk about but they are definitely there yeah Um, yeah
0: and it affects your whole well-being, your whole self. And I think that's what's so important that you're you're acknowledging, isn't it? That it's not just a case of, okay, start eating healthily and all will be well. Like there's so yeah. much more. You have to have everything on par before you have the strength and the ability to do that.
1: Yeah, definitely. And it's your self-worth shouldn't change if you're, if you put up a stone, you know what I mean? Like you're still, and that's the thing that I think so many people, Um, it's hard for so many people. And I know because I've gone through it. And even when I got to five stone, it was not enough. When I got six stone, it wasn't enough. I'm nearly a seven now, but I've, I've, I'm happy now where I am um, because I'm at the stage where I actually love myself. So, you know, it doesn't make a difference what's on the scales now. Um, so that, yeah. was, that, was, that was the journey. <laughs> yeah, amazing.
0: Yeah. yeah, to self-love though, which is the main thing. Yes, completely. And Cathy, you decided then, so going back a little bit when you decided you wanted to be a herbalist,
1: can you explain to me what a herbalist is? Um, well, I can only speak as from a herbalist point of view from my training. and I know there's different mm-hmm. different types of herbalists out there. We're traditional herbalists, so we work with the plants that grow around local to us, so that it's Irish-based um, herbalism. There's loads of different types, um, Chinese medicine, and loads of different types. So this is that's the one that I'm trained in, and um, it blew my mind in the sense that I, when the first time I stood or I sat at, at my teacher Gina's table. I hadn't a clue what herbal medicine was. I was just very drawn to doing it, to go on naturally. And um, I was given a, a bottle of herbs and flower essences, which work on the emotional body. And I was just happy to take them. And as the weeks went past, I think it was six weeks, I really started to feel like myself again. So that's how, how much of an effect they had. I was like every single day without fail, I take them. So my body was really malnourished. And then as we talked about the trauma of birth and stuff like that. So the herbs went in and really gave me postpartum help as well as um, my adrenals were, because I was so stressed, my adrenals were knocked out of place, hormones all over the place. So it really worked on so many different levels um, to help my body, like get back to normal and um, be able to think straight because I was so malnourished in my food, even, Do you know, I wasn't eating the way I should be at all. Um, I was on, my cortisol level was stressed out to the max. So the herbs just went in there very, very gently and helped me with that. And after the six weeks, I was like, I need to train on this. I need to find out more. I need to, because I could not believe, I think I was like in the minus when I was like on a scale of one to 10 of how I was feeling. I had no interest in life. Like I, I'd lost the passion of life. And after six weeks, I could really feel, I think I was like a six or a seven after the six weeks of how I felt in the passion of life again now that's not with everybody but that's just my own personal journey and with herbs and I've just loved them ever since and that's incredible though isn't it to go
0: from zero and depleted in yourself to like six or seven in six weeks seven weeks
1: yeah it just went in like my body if you think of your body being like your workers are overworked and they don't have the right tools to do the job and then someone comes in and gives them a sleep and loads of tools. My body was just like, yes, now we have stuff we can work with. We can, we can help you now because you've helped us. Do you know? So, yeah, it was amazing. Absolutely amazing. So powerful.
0: And Kathy, I feel there when you said there's obviously huge benefits for herbs. What, is there any popular ones or ones that we should all be taking to improve overall well-being? Do you feel um, that would be beneficial to everybody, like on a daily basis or
1: yeah i definitely think and i talk about um one herb in particular a lot on my social media and that's nettle mm. um, i absolutely love nettle i think it's just a fantastic herb it grows everywhere wild um you can pick it and dry it and put it in like i i have it in my porridge I take it in a tea. I make it as a hair rinse. Um, it's just there's so many amazing benefits. You can make it and put it. Put some. You can use it like spinach. And when you when you steam nettle or take that, put some heat on, it takes the sting out. And so many people don't realise that. Um, but there's a reason why our grannies and grandads were so spot on with nettle every year. Um, it's a full body tonic. It's absolutely fantastic. Um, so I definitely would recommend nettle, um, if like. Um, as well, dandelion is just amazing. And my teacher, Gina, she's a big um, dandelion uh, lover. And it's one herb that we've really, really got a personal relationship with in the college that I went to. And um, it's an amazing herb. And it's just really all got to do with the gut and supporting the liver. And nowadays, with everything that chemicals and stuff like that, it's really, really important to keep that gut health. Um, as good as we can, and that we can flush out all the toxins from food and chemicals, and you know, environment, environmental toxins and stuff. Um, so, gut, as I'm sure so many people know now, is like it's like your second brain. So, um, it's very important to keep that in good check. And Dandelion is amazing for that.
0: And how do we know, Kathy, or what's the process in finding out what our bodies might be lacking in or needing at that, you know, at a um, certain time?
1: Well, I think if you look at your skin, hair and nails, usually it's a good indicator um, to what your health is really like, if you're kind of just trying to do like a quick check, because Mm. they're the last to get nutrients. So if your skin, hair and nails are like poor or in bad condition, that kind of gives an indication to what's going on on the inside. But I personally think that if you're not, if people are not on like any kind of supplements, they really need to because the soil is not like the soil like our ancestors had like it's very depleted it's very overused it's very like a lot of chemicals so you're missing out on a lot of nutrients that you would you would have got 50 years ago 60 years ago and um, so definitely like the health shops are amazing if you can go natural as in teas happy days Um but hair and nails skin a lot of rashes and eczema and dermatitis and stuff like that um is a good indicator as well that your body is lacking in stuff yeah
0: it's just fascinating i find this so fascinating
1: <laughs> yeah it is it's 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 something that you'll never finish learning it's amazing mm-hmm. it's amazing it's an amazing world to be a part of
0: <laughs> and kathy you have your own skincare range made from organic herbs wildflowers and organic plant-based oils can you tell me why this is good for us and what what products maybe are your favorites
1: yeah, this is, this is my massive passion in life, um, is my skincare range. I absolutely love it. I had previously uh, come from a makeup artist um, world, and I just love the skin. And organic skincare is absolutely amazing for people because you're taking chemicals out of the simplest thing. like You're cutting back on the chemicals that you would have. Like An average woman per day puts over 100 plus chemicals on her body every single day. So you can imagine the impact that has on your liver. And as if you think of the body as a whole system all working together, it's a lot of stress. So then you see a lot more um, autoimmune diseases because the body is on high alert. So it's seeing everything you're putting on your body then as an invader. So things that you should be able to fight naturally, you can't because your body is taking everything in as this is invade, attack, attack, attack. So just going by something so simple by changing your um, skincare and going natural. Uh, it has a massive effect on your health, uh, never mind your beauty aspect, but on your health um, you're helping your body so much and you're cutting back like your skin is your biggest organ. So you wouldn't put um, you wouldn't rub face cream full of chemicals on your heart or your lungs. So I just don't I, you have to you have to see your body as a whole. So that's how I see it. And I just love it. And I, I think my products are like skin food. So it feeds your skin on the inside and the outside because it, it's full of like vitamin C and vitamin A and, you know, really, really good skin-loving herbs um, or vitamins and they, that comes from herbs and uh, plant-based oils. So it's as natural as I can get. Um, yeah, I love it. I think it's brilliant. And I am very blessed that it's starting to take off. People are starting to go down that route. So um, I'm delighted to be able to give them the stuff that they want. Um, probably my favorite product is the face cream. That's my biggest one. Um, yeah I love it I, I love that it's just it's natural you could eat it even it's that natural um, and I just love that it's packed full of such amazing herbs like rose and yarrow and chamomile, and each has a different um, each brings their own little um, thing to the jar so like rose is very stringent on the face and you know like tightening and then you have like uh, chamomile very soothing to the skin so it each comes in with its own living vibration um, so they all, they all have a little job to do so yeah I love it yeah that's just amazing you, your skin like I'm
0: looking at you here obviously
1: on zoom
0: but your skin just looks phenomenal it's so clear oh, and fresh <laughs> and glowing you know thank you,
1: yes. yeah there's actually the, this, the face cream actually gives a natural glow it gives like that glow that you see there that's actually from the face cream wow yeah, it's like a, yeah I don't know what it is but it, yeah a lot of people ask me what what it is but that it is a glow from the face cream <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, your looks amazing. It clearly works. I'm just sitting here thinking, I need this. I need all these products. <laughs> New regime, all organic. <laughs> Kathy, when you when you're making up these, you know, creams and orders, is there anything that people need to be telling you um, to have added stuff put in to suit their own skin, or no? Is it kind of one for all with the face cream, for instance?
1: Uh, well, on my website, I have different face creams. So I have like one for acne prone skin, one for combination skin, um, one for mature skin, all uh, skin types. Um, and usually if if they do, if people order a face cream and a cleanser and a toner, if the face cream is for acne prone skin, then the toner and cleanser will be based on that same um, ingredients. But um, other than that, like i I welcome uh, messages in for if there's any kind of questions. But no, I think even even the mature skin, this is the magic of like um, organic skincare. Or my skincare, anyway, is that even if it's mature skincare, you could still even put it on yourself if you're not mature skin. Do you know the herbs? The herbs and wildflowers are so natural that they're, it's not going to throw your skin out balance. If you have say a, a herb in there that's maybe not in the like say a plantain is in the um in their uh, the acne prone skin and it's not in the mature skin because plantain will draw out everything. But if it if you are mature skin and you happen to just try that, it will still draw out anything that's on your face that shouldn't be there. So there's not a negative effect, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. um So there's not really you can you can tailor to your own, but you could you could try any of them. They're all they're all amazing. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And Kathy, I suppose this brings me kind to our last question. What are your self-care rituals for you and how do you embrace, you know, your own
1: self-love journey and your self-care? I am the queen of self-care and self-love. I It's one thing that I have taken time out and I make sure I do it every single week um, in everything I do. I think firstly, my food and how I prepare my food and the ingredients in my food is the biggest form of self-care you can give yourself. Um, if you can eat organic, even if it's just changing your carrots in your shopping one week from normal store-bought carrots to organic 69 cent in Aldi or your local, <laughs> your local farmer, if he, if he grows it, supporting him. But that's, that's going to make a major um, difference to your health just by changing that one thing. Um, so trying to eat organic or as natural as you can um, is definitely a form of self-care for me. Um, And I love to do baths and bath rituals and and facials. I'm a big into that. I think that if you can give yourself love on a weekly basis, instead of trying to get into a spa once a year and give you that, like a lot of people say, I'm going to spa day. And that's the only form of self-love you've had in the year. Um, Instead of breaking down and trying to do it, even if it's once a month, I I just, after doing this new thing um, under the full moon and the new moon, where I have like a ritual uh, set. So it's like a body oil, um a bath set and a tea to be taken once a month it's just to get people to stop most people know when there's a full moon out and say you know what tonight i'm going to have a nice bath i'm going to have a lovely uh, cup of herbal tea to nourish the inside and then the goddess body oil I, and can be used for men too i do have men's ones um i'm going to call them the warrior oil i think um, oh, but yes. I'm going to use, yeah i'm going because it brings out that inner warrior um but the body oil then it's like a, Rubbing it into your skin. And and this is something I'm really passionate about because when you rub oil into yourself, that sensual feeling gives you that love. And even if there's part of your body that you don't like, everybody has it, even models on Instagram, like, you know, everyone has that. Um, It stops that because you, you can't not but love yourself when you're rubbing oil on yourself. And then you can say your affirmations of like, I am enough, or I am love, or whatever it is that you want to bring to yourself for the next month. I just think it's it's lovely and it's something that I could not not do now. Um, and it's so simple. It's so, if you can take one evening out a, a month to have a bath and a cup of tea and give yourself some real real love, like uh, you know, your life is out balance completely. So that's that's some of the things I do now. I could go on and go on. I'm a bit, I'm a bit much. I'm like, yeah, that's self-love, that's self-love. (laughs) But that's my favorite. Never enough self-love. You're so right. And
0: I think it's lovely to share that with listeners too, because they'll be able to connect with that. And, you know, sometimes people do look at and think, oh, self-love has to be some big act, you know, or really take out, like you said, a whole day or, you know, really too much time that they feel they might not have, you know, in a day. Mm But it is breaking it down and putting it into your routine, isn't it? Within
1: a week. Yeah. And it's, I suppose it's learning to, a lot of us push, and this is coming from my own experience, push ourselves, like I need to go to the gym and I need to lose this or I need, because I had pizza the weekend, I, I really have to go hard this week now and work it off or um, that hardness of like pushing yourself. Sometimes it's just taking a nap can be a form of self-love. Do you know, stopping and listening to your body. If I'm tired, right, I'm taking a break mm-hmm. too. Do you know, that can be, that can be just as beneficial as having a massage. Um, Mm. So yeah, it's tuning into what your body actually needs and not what you think it needs.
0: Exactly. That's fantastic. Cathy, we're just finished up now and I'd just like to ask you where the listeners can find you and where they can find out more about your products.
1: Um, So you can find me on social media under The Herbal Hippie on Facebook and Instagram and you can find all my products on uh, theherbalhippie.com.
0: Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you so much Jen it's been brilliant. Mind yourself.